Katie Milne, former president of Federated Farmers. Are you going to follow in the footsteps of Andrew Hoggard and throw your hat into the political ring, Katie? Well, as much as Ian wants me out of his hair and out of the house, <laughs> uh, no, it's not my cup of tea to, to go back to Wellington in that sort of capacity. Um, have to be a hell of a lot more pressure or pride to uh, make me change my mind, I think, on that one. Well, hang on. You did say to me last time we chatted on this show, watch this space. Yeah, well, actually, I might have had an inkling about what Andrew was going to do and was sort of uh, alluding to... I think the question had been on Twitter something about how we're going to get some good rural people out there to stand up for farmers and what we need. And that was uh, the old watch of space because um, I knew what was in the winds there. So, Do you think, Andrew, do you think he'll make progress in there? How will he go? Oh, look, I really hope so. He is a, a great thinker and, you know, the science and evidence side of stuff, you won't get anyone better at nothing through what it means, what the trade implications are, what on the ground, you know, the practical implications and all those things are, um, who can put forward a good argument uh, and a solution for the way forward to progress agriculture, both economically, environmentally and emissions-wise. So, you know, he's, he's the right person for the, to represent farmers, um, and I really hope that he gets a good hearing when he's there so that he can put his ideas and um, things you know, into some sort of policy that gets traction on the ground and gets implemented. We've been talking to Chippy about sausage rolls. Do you think Andrew will have to be wary of the sausage rolls in Bellamy's? <laughs> I think he'll have to go and play for the, uh, the uh, politicians' um, parliamentary rugby team because he's good at that sort of thing. And, um, yeah, he will have to watch the old saucy rolls. All right. What's happening on the coast? You've just come out of a Westland Milk Products meeting. Yeah, I have. We've had an update from Yilly. Uh They've got a new um, resident director uh, in place, so we met him, and they ran through you know, last year's results and what their sort of outlook is and their investment strategy going forward and the things that they've been doing at the plant down there to um, improve things. And uh, really, really positive, actually. I mean, we know there's on-farm costs that are creeping up, and they're very wary and cognizant of that on our behalf as well. Um, concerned about fertiliser prices and all the rest of it like the rest of us uh, and they're after more milk they've got a good firm supply base here but um, you know we're, we're a little bit static in our production uh, and you know it'd be nice to see a bit more I think they've got a couple more farms in Canterbury coming on so yeah they're, um, they're quite positive but, uh, and want to see growth from us where it's um, feasible I'm going to be chatting to Michael Harvey in Melbourne but later in the hour from Rabobank and I'm going to ask him, why are the Aussie dairy farmers getting paid better than us? Yeah, that's a bloody good question, isn't it? Um, well, concern, especially when Fonterra's operating over there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And how much the... Uh, how different the dollar is in bits and pieces, I, I couldn't answer get into those other pieces of it. And do they separate it out? I didn't think they did. The product mix of what they're doing here to their... Um, and how much goes domestically, etc. But, um, yeah, that is a, a really good question. And, um, you know, we we want to make sure that whoever you supply here, that New Zealand, with the quality of the milk we've got and um, the environmental, we're higher than anyone, lower carbon footprint and higher standards than most places, we should always be getting the best premium for our product into the farmer's hands. Now, you, Westland Milk Products was locally owned and you were bought out by the Chinese company, is it Ely? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you've pegged your payment to whatever Fonterra's doing. So this has probably been a good news story for West Coast farmers. 
Yeah, it has. We're um, uh, 10 cents above Fonterra farm gate milk price, um, basically, you know, going forward. And, hey, look, that could change in in the future when they've had a bit of a return on their investment. Who knows? As they go down um, the right value-add path, they might be able to split a bit of the profit with us. You know, who knows in the future? Uh, Because it is in their interest to make sure that supplying milk on the West Coast is the most viable farming option you've got to keep that supply up. And the other thing that's interesting about Yilly and Westland Investment is that we are their biggest offshore site. Westland, you know, they've got their milk in in China, and then it's us. So uh, we're a bit of a showcase for them to take their product to the world, which has got to be good for us as West Coast farmers. And is it hosing down on the coast today? Yeah, it has been. There's a wee break in the weather right now. There's a song about that, isn't there? Um, but it's yeah, it's been giving us a bit of stick. We did get a bit of that atmospheric river, and um, there was a fair bit of surface flooding around further south. A uh, few Snapchats that I got from farmers there yesterday. They certainly, one of them laughed. He said, "Oh yeah, time to turn the irrigation off. We won't have to uh, do any more of that for the season." Hey, and, and um, do, uh, sorry, just got to wrap this. Do you know a guy called Michael Lilly, Young Farmer of the Year, yeah, 2012? Is he yeah. is he on the coast now? Yeah, he is. He's he's based at Kamara. Oh, well, there you go. So we're gonna we're gonna go, uh, go and chat to him next. I think he's driving over to to Christchurch. Hey, Katie Melnor, always good to chat to you on the country. Thanks, Jamie.